Welcome to Better Animal Handling, Chapter 6, Episode 40. Center of Missouri, USA. I'm C.B. Chastain, your guide to better animal handling, and Abby, my cattle dog and health conscious co-host. Say hi, Abby. Our goals are to improve your knowledge of why domestic animals from Chihuahuas to Clydesdales act as they do and how to better handle them safely and humanely. Today's episode is on transmissible diseases of small mammals. Our topics for this week are systemic, respiratory, digestive, skin, and vector-borne transmissible diseases of small mammals. We'll also cover sanitary practices needed when handling small mammals. Apparently healthy, captive-raised small mammals pose little risk of transmitting disease to healthy adult handlers who practice conventional personal hygiene. The risk of physical injury are greater than the risk of acquiring an infectious disease. Wild rodents or rabbits are potential sources of infection in humans with hantavirus, babesiosis, leptospirosis, Lyme disease, lymphocytic choriomeningitis, plague, Rocky Mountain spotted fever, and tularemia. Captive-worn, properly housed rodents and rabbits that are away from ticks and wild animals do not typically carry these diseases. Zinobre antivirus is a virus transmitted by aerosol body secretions, especially from wild mice or in rat urine. The house mouse, common rat, and lab rodents have not been associated with the virus. Sinobre antivirus can infect the lungs, become systemic, and be fatal to humans. The sole antivirus affects rats without signs of disease. Infected humans may develop headache, muscle pains, and nausea. In rare instances, a hemorrhagic fever and renal syndrome may occur. Lymphocytic chorioomeningitis, a viral disease of the brain, is carried by wild house mice and transmitted in their urine, but it's been reported in pet hamsters and guinea pigs exposed to wild mice, the reservoir for the virus. Infected wild mice and hamsters carry the virus without signs of disease. Wild rodents can transmit leptospirosis, a bacterial disease that predominantly affects the kidneys and is shed in the urine. Coxiellosis, Q fever, is a bacterial disease that's transmitted by inhalation of dust transmitted by the body secretions of animals, such as in urine, milk, feces, infected with Coxiella. Rat bite fever is a bacterial disease that causes fever and sore joints in humans that's transmitted from healthy appearing rodents to humans by bites or exposure to rodent urine, feces, or other body fluids. Monkeypox has caused an outbreak in the United States after it was introduced by Gambian rats and spread to owners of pet prairie dogs that were exposed to the Gambian rats. 
Monkeypox can be carried by rodents, rabbits, and squirrels. In people, it causes disease similar to smallpox infection. Encephalotozoonosis is a fungal infection of rabbits and less commonly other small mammals that's transmitted in body fluids, particularly urine. Infections in humans are limited to those who are immunocompromised. Pesturellosis from rodents or rabbits and bordetellosis from guinea pigs or rabbits are zoonotic respiratory bacterial infections. Humans usually require an impaired immune response to develop severe prolonged infections. Ferrets are susceptible to human influenza. The risk of transmission is greater from humans to ferrets than from ferrets to humans. The disease is also more pathogenic in ferrets than in humans. Ingesting fecal contaminated materials is required to acquire the bacterial diseases Campylobacteriosis or Salmonellosis from ferrets or hamsters. Of these, Campylobacteriosis is most common, although the source is generally from small mammals with diarrhea, not healthy appearing animals. Yersiniosis causes bloody diarrhea and can be transmitted by guinea pigs that have no clinical signs of the disease. Ringworm is a fungal infection of the upper layers of the skin. A common organism carried by small mammals is trichophyton. Rodent and rabbit handlers may develop transient infections by contact with infected hair or scale being caught under a sleeve or collar and rubbed against the skin, or caught under the fingernails and scratched into the scalp. Rabbits also may carry a skin mite, Calidiella, which can cause itchy skin sores similar to chigger bites and handlers. Lyme disease, Borreliosis, which causes a variety of systemic signs and symptoms, is carried by wild mice and transmitted by ticks. Rocky Mountain Spy Fever is a blood platelet disease transmitted from ticks, which wild small mammals could carry into a human's environment. Plague, also called Black Death, is a disfiguring and potentially fatal bacterial disease carried by wild rodents and rabbits in the southwestern and western United States and is transmitted by their fleas. Tuteremia is a bacterial infection of wild rodents and rabbits that can be transmitted to humans by deer flies and ticks. Humans can acquire babesiosis, a blood parasite infection carried by wild mice, but the transmission requires the bite of a tick. Abby says, yuck, a tick from a mouse? She may start wearing a hazmat suit when going outdoors. Basic sanitary practices for handlers are to wash their hands and to clean and disinfect tabletops and cages used in handling animals. Restraint equipment should be disposable or cleaned and disinfected after each use. Special facilities and training are required to safely handle small mammals. A typical small mammal handler should only handle captive bred, appropriately housed small mammals. Sick small mammals should be isolated from apparently normal animals. Rodent cages should be kept clean and in a well-ventilated area and never located in food preparation or eating areas. A handler of small mammals should wear appropriate dress to protect 
against skin contamination with hair and skin scales, or saliva, urine, and other body secretions. Basic sanitary practices should be employed, such as keeping hands away from eyes, nose, and mouth when handling small mammals, and washing hands after handling the animals. Handlers should not eat food or smoke while handling small mammals. The use of plastic gloves in handling all small mammals is advisable. Small mammals should be prevented from any direct or indirect contact with wildlife, particularly wild rodents. All foods should be kept in rodent-proof containers. Wild rodent feces should be wiped with damp paper towels wetted in a solution of chlorine, one-fourth to cup bleach in a gallon of water. While wearing gloves, handlers should clean small mammal enclosures and all enclosure contents on a regular basis, at least weekly. Gloves should be changed between cleaning separate enclosures. Enclosure and enclosure contents should be cleaned outside the primary family dwelling. Ferret handlers should maintain current influenza vaccinations. Abby says taking flu vaccinations is better than having to rub vapor rub on a sick ferret's chest. Now, let's recap the key points to remember from today's episode. Ferrets are susceptible to human influenza viruses. Most transmittable diseases carried by wild rodents are not carried by captive-bred, appropriately housed rodents. Plastic gloves should be worn whenever handling small mammals. Abby says it's time to wrap up this episode. More information on animal handling is available in my book, Animal Handling and Physical Restraint, published by CRC Press. It's also available on Amazon and from many other fine book supply sources. Don't forget, serious injury or death can result from handling and restraining some animals. Safe and effective handling and restraint requires experience and continual practice. Acquisition of the needed skills should be under the supervision of an experienced animal handler. Thanks for listening. Abby and I hope you'll come back next week when I'll talk about handling mice and rats. Hey, Abby. Do you have any stock market tips? Okay, I'll buy cattle with bad aim when they kick. Uh, say, you don't have a conflict of interest, do you?